when we do so voluntarily, then um, with with the intent of uh, becoming more attuned to the subjective reality that we're ultimately constituted of, then it's even more uh, fruitful. And so, of course, again, that's what Brahma did, and he and he had the internal darshan of of Krishna. Um, so, um, so the the tapa is an austerity. Tapa also means light, which is a way of saying knowledge, luminosity. Um, so, tapa means knowledge. It means light. Uh, it means austerity. Um, ultimately, when we look at it in the picture of Brahma that I'm describing, it, it's, it's bhakti. Hmm. Um, so, uh, and, and bhakti is love and love is born from the womb, as I often say, of sacrifice. Hmm. So, uh, that said, of course, there can be austerity that's not bhakti. Hmm. Um, um, but, it's not that bhakti is is not an austerity of 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 sorts, if you will, using explaining the word, you know, in a in a broader um, context as I as I am, and uh, and Brahma's uh, the example. Um, we um, in the Gopal Mantra, which is revealed in the Gopal Tapani. Tapa again means light means austerity so to shed light on gopal the mantra comes we find the word swaha which is um this very spirit of sacrifice and um looking closely at that as i've commented there on my commentary in gopal tambadi while the mantra is consists one's one can say primarily of names of krishna and the date of case which um, implies supplication to Govinda, to Krishna, to Gopijana Balaba. The uh, mantra concludes with the word swaha, which um, can be construed to represent Radha, who is the very embodiment of love. Krishna is the object of love. She's the embodiment of the love. Love, as I said, is born out of sacrifice. So, um, they're uh, intertwined in 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 a sense. Um, as I said, I think it's uh, one has to sacrifice uh, for austerity. One has to form austerity to, to sacrifice. Uh, they seem to be uh, uh, elements of of one another in a sense. I don't know how you could how you could sacrifice and not forego. Hmm? Um, which if you're foregoing, then you're undergoing some uh, austerity. Of course, the, the giving is, 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 is the getting ultimately, but um, there are different types of sacrifice and, then, and, and the corresponding austerity that arises, you know, out of that sacrifice. So as I say, you could, you know, it's an austerity to lay on a bed of nails, but you're not going to get bhakti, you know, from that uh, or, um, something will come from, uh, and people do do that kind of thing. Um, so, um, 
Yeah, I, I think that uh, you kind of can't have one without without the other, if you will. Um, but I think I guess you could you could undergo austerity involuntarily, but I don't think that you can uh, participate in sacrifice um, without uh, that implies. Um, something voluntary on on one's part, one undergoes a sacrifice. Whereas one could undergo austerities without desiring to, one would would have to, it could be uh, forced upon one by circumstances, by conditions, uh, cold, heat, um, uh, cold becomes an austerity to endure it, uh, for example. So, you know, the more you play it out, you can, you can find some, some difference between the terms as well. But I would say, again, in conclusion, to repeat myself, as I'm just kind of thinking about it a, a bit here, um, sacrifice uh, implies um, some um, willingness on one's part. One has to make a sacrifice, engage in a sacrifice, willingly um, sacrifice. Whereas one doesn't have to willingly uh, undergo austerity, but it will be an austerity of sorts to willingly, willfully undergo the sacrifice that, um, that, as I say, is also the womb from which love is born. So from self-sacrificing, to use the adage uh, or phrase of poetic phrase of Pujapatrita Marsh, he looked at self-sacrifice as the dutiful expression of love, if you will, that we find, for example, in Vaikuntha, self-sacrificing because he's God. Right? We do we give up for him, you know, our own interests. So from move from self-sacrifice to self-forgetfulness, where which we find in Goloka. The devotees are forgetful of the concerns of their 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 self. It's not a it's not a calculated form of love because he's God. I shall set my own considerations aside. And in that type of dutiful love, there's some distance between the object of love and the and the lover, or the object of worship and the worshiper. Whereas in love, that that distance is bridged. Hmm. With the object of love and love become, um, in 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 a dynamic sense, in many respects, one. Hmm. Um, so, again, in that sense, love is born out of the womb of uh, a sacrifice. First, you have to understand there's God, and I should give myself to Him. And then, with a, f- a finer focus, we come to the Krishna conception and, and, and the proper worship. And so forth leads to um, the kind of love in which, um, which could be referred to as self-forgetfulness, which he mean by by which by, by which Pujapashiramash meant without calculation. In other words, I should worship God because He's God. Hmm. I just love Krishna. That's those are related but different. Does that help? Very much so. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you for your question. Adults? Hare Krishna. 
Maharaj. Um, uh, I would like to ask a question about yes. about practice. I cannot hear him. You, Tadas, I cannot hear you. Oh wait, wait. Uh, I cannot hear anybody now. I see Argent City. Yeah. Yeah, no. yeah, we're not hearing you. I wonder, did you? How can you hear me? Yes, we can hear I, you fine. I can hear you too now. Can you hear me now? Yes, yes I can. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So, um, uh, since since the beginning of of practicing uh, uh, japa, chanting japa, Hare Krishna mantra. Um, I'm facing a problem that um, just uh, after finishing chanting, the mood or the state that I get into while chanting disappears. Like just when I stand up from the floor, that's it. It's gone and then different others is activated who is full head in, in you know, material activities and uh, problems and stuff like that. So basically, from the beginning, I'm I'm looking for for the practice or for some I don't know for something what would help me to keep uh, that mood or state uh, through the day, you know, that I wouldn't lose myself that one which I like more, that one who is you know like basically I like me my, myself better when I'm chanting comparing to that one who is, you know, acting in the daily activities. And um, I was looking like, I, I, I have read somewhere that, you know, uh, in some Christian, uh, some Christian monks, they do like, they listen to the heartbeat. And according to that heartbeat, they are chanting their prayers. And then during the day, they listen to their heartbeat and according to that they, they remember the the prayers and it helps them to get in in that mood but it seemed too difficult for me like like with Hare Krishna mantra because it's like 16 words and it's like well it, it was too difficult then I, I have heard uh, uh, in one lecture somebody told me about uh, Soham mantra mm, but then uh, I didn't found any, uh, you know, any explanations of that in 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 any Vaishnavas uh, lectures. But now I have a note in my list that in one lecture of yours, uh, I believe it was on Gopal Tapani. I, I haven't written, but I I I believe um, you were speaking about that Soha mantra. And you have mentioned that that it should be practiced, you know, when you inhale, you say so, and when you exhale, you say hum. So the question would be if if this could be practiced like by everyone, or you have to get some uh, initiation for this mantra, and if it could be practiced by everyone, could you tell more about what meaning is in that, what you should think while you do that, while you know, in, inhale and exhale, and what your mood should be, what you should think about. Yeah, that's a, uh, a meditation that is uh, prescribed in 
and Gopal Tabni among others. Um, it is a really relative, kind of on a lower uh, level uh, in a sense. Um, it, uh, it serves as a uh, remembrance, contemplation of the fact that in quality, the nature of the Atma is uh, such that it has likeness uh, to, to Brahman. So it's a kind of a way of saying, I guess, I'm not the body. Um, uh, I'm like Brahman in nature. Um, we would add to that, of course, that therefore I have spiritual potential in connection with Bhagavan and so forth. Um, so, um, so hum, hum Gopala. Um, again, from the Vaishnava perspective, and that's a Vaishnava Upanishad, the, uh, the spirit of it is um, a meditation on the, the likeness between Atma and Brahma, not a, uh, you know, a radical or absolute oneness. So um, it's not uh, something typically that, that Vaishnavas, uh, the Rupa Goswami has emphasized. And I, I think that um, the reason for that being is that the audience for whom he was writing um, pretty much um, was, you know, acquainted with that um, um, idea, more so than, for example, coming to the West, probably used to say you're not the body, like, you know, over and over again. Um, uh, in the Eastern tradition, you know, you, you, you grow up with that um, understanding. And, and then there are schools of thought that are completely absorbed in that alone and air, as we would think in our, from our understanding, in terms of um, um, conceiving of that oneness between Atma and Brahman to be absolute. Um, so that doesn't mean you can't chant it, you could, um, so hum. But I think that the Bhagavatam itself um, and uh, corollary or subsequent texts from Gaudi Acharyas uh, offer other ways in which to, uh, in our uh, interaction with the world, the objective world and sense objects, which we inevitably or invariably um, do interact with after coming up and walking uh, after sitting. Hmm? You want to connect, and this is what you're asking, the walking with the sitting. How one sits should have an impact on how one walks, and how one walks should have an impact on how one one sits. Uh, they should go together. Um, so um, as, with regard to the walking, the Bhagavatam it begins in Sukadev's uh, discourse to Parikshit Maharaj uh, with the with a way of thinking about the world hmm, as a manifestation of God. So the Virata Rupa, hmm, uh, you know, the sun is the eye, the moon is the the other eye, or uh, the clouds are his hair, the flower, the birds are his 
artistry and you know so there's there's many different descriptions of that but the purpose of that is is just for exactly for what you're you know you're talking about i'm now walking if you will and interacting with the sense objects which i have to do to, to gather food or clothes or whatever it may be and um and so how to think of the external world in relation to the that which I'm contemplating, the Godhead, in my uh, pursuit to directly um, go within hmm, in, in japa, in, 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 in meditation. Um, of course, that said, um, this is a very broad idea and the way to, to, to take it to a more um, something that's that's more appropriate, if you will, for Vaishnavas themselves who have been initiated into the tradition um, and so on, they are uh, meditating on the form of the Godhead, you know, Radha Krishna, for example, Narayan, Lakshmi Narayan, for example. And uh, and typically, you know, they they are connected with the deity in their home or in a local temple or something like that. And so uh, they the extension of archan, hmm, worshiping the form, establishing the form of the of the Lord externally, we meditate him on it, on him internally in Japa and through his name. Externally, he's manifest as the Archibigraha. And the Archibigraha, properly understood, gives us a whole range for just a way in which to the whole range of our human activities or our, our, our walking, our interaction with sense objects can be a cause of remembrance of Bhagwan. So um, we, live, we live in his house or he lives nearby and our house is a satellite of his satellite, of his house. Uh, We're his, uh, uh, his devotees. He lives here in this place and maybe you have a central temple in your, your, your like Jagannath Puri or, you know, everything's centered around the, to give an example, everything's centered around the temple. The temple's built and people move in and around there. And so the deity needs flowers. So there's a flower maker, there's a garland maker. And then there are gardeners who grow flowers. Hmm? And then there are cooks and then there are milk people and uh, garment makers and, and all the things that you do uh, for your own human um, self, sense of self, bodily, physical, psychological, so it can all be done for the deity. So you're walking and interacting and your occupation is is also related to, the, this was the idea, how, how it was set up. So you would have a job. The deity employed all kinds of people, <laughs> if you will. Um, and um, they were paid something enough to maintain themselves. And the balance of that was, was, of course, offered to the deity. It's a very beautiful idea. So it's an example of how to connect the internal sitting meditation with the walking, because the, the deity, um, while the meditation is a closing down of the external senses, 
the deity worship is very generous in that it, it employs all of the senses, the eyes, the ears, the tongue, the sense of touch and everything, which is what we, you know, do in everyday life. Hmm? So, um, you know, in this idea, the deity is not just something in a closet that, you know, but, but, it's, but he's the center and the focus shifts. This is the idea behind it. And I'm, you know, on the circumference serving, it's being held together by the center and I have to give my energy to it. So this was, um, we see this very prominent, you know, in the, in the founding of the Sampradaya. So Rupa Goswami's big temple, you know, there in, in Vrindavan, in Raghunath Bhatta Goswami was the main uh, cook and uh, the whole community developing around these temples, Radha Mohan, Radha Govinda, um, and so forth. Um, that said, then, um, further uh, development um, or way of thinking in terms of my everyday movements, um, aside from sitting, my walking, um, connecting my thinking at that time, my interactions with the senses, with my meditation, um, of course, this is more esoteric, but the, the, the Leela of Krishna, hmm, as we become, one becomes acquainted with it, then it's, it's, it has eight divisions. And so that in, in corresponding times. So devotees will think about the times in the Leela that Krishna is performing certain pastimes and they'll watch the, the sun and now the sun is rising. So this is happening in Krishna Leela. The sun is a powerful meditation. Uh, I mentioned it before, in the it's like one of the eyes of God. So you can also think of the sun, the Kal Chakra, this, the time uh, influence, the eye of God, seeing me everywhere. So you keep remembering, where's the sun? Where's the sun? Where's the sun today? Where's the sun today? Hmm? And that's the eye of God watching me. And then if you further that, of course, what is he doing at this time in his Leela? There's there's one idea that the sun is a manifestation of the Godhead hmm? or a, let's say, a metaphor for thinking about God because the sun provides you know, for us, everything. I mean, vegetation comes from the sun, rain comes from the sun, um, uh, and peaceful, uh, enlivened mind comes from the sun. It's, uh, it's worship for good health. Uh, so uh, if the sun didn't come up one day, well, it'd, it'd be a disaster, obviously. So um, to, um, uh, this is, might be good for you you know you you try to you try to think where is the sun where is the sun and the sun is watching me hmm? Hmm? now that's one thing sun as god hmm? who's sustaining me who i'm therefore i'm grateful for in whose eye uh all of my movements are are by whose eye all of my movements are witnessed hmm? um so let me act in such a way that I know that I'm before God. Hmm? That's one. That's the broader idea. Now the deeper idea is is and and by the way, while God is sustaining me, as the sun does inside the sun, there are all kinds of nuclear explosions going on. What's that all about? 
Hmm? What's the life of the sun, aside from the fact that as a, a byproduct of its life, it sustains us? What's its world? Hmm? And this is then takes us to the Leela. So you can meditate on the sun in terms of the broader sense. God is taking care of me, providing for me. His eye is watching me. Hmm? And, and then further, as I say, inside the sun, he has his own life. Hmm? And while he appears at it's 12 o'clock and this is happening to me on earth at this time, um, inside of his own Leela in the sun, what's going on? Well, he's off to Radhakund at midday and uh, taking some friends with him to rendezvous with the gopis and, and so forth. So it can serve as a you know meditation in a broad sense and in a very internal esoteric sense. So these are some of the kind of ideas that um, have been uh, um, suggested through the texts and employed by uh, devotees. But the long and short of it is yenatena prakaya manakrishna Somehow or other, Rupa Goswami says, you fix your mind on Krishna. Um, so uh, it's not limited to these ideas. These have, these have been effective and you know, I've, I brought them out um, to some extent, but uh, yeah, you, know, you, you, can, you can chant so home and think, you know, in, in, I'm, I'm not this body by nature, I'm the unit of consciousness and, and, I, would, you know, I'm, and I have a prospect hmm? as a result of um, blessing of, of, of bhakti to be to be more than I am without bhakti and what I am without bhakti is pretty significant hmm? it's much more than all the, the whole external world hmm? and all of the enjoyment that anyone can get that everyone can get from all of their senses combined I am inherently more joyful than all of that could afford one. If you could take all of the enjoyment from all of the senses of all of the living beings in the world, enjoying all of the sense objects at the same time <laughs> and inject it into your system, it wouldn't do anything for you in comparison to just the experience of, of, what, of what you are. What to speak of what you are in connection with bhakti, hmm? what prospect you have. That's um, staggering so much so that you know, in a, in, a, in, a, in a word or a phrase, it makes liberation look, look small. So these are some thoughts. Does that help? Yes, thank you very much. I like very Oops. much that with, with the sun. Uh, I, will, I will try yeah. that. It's, it's, it's a nice it one. Seems, yeah. yeah. Thank okay. you very much. Sakamaraj, um, Krishangi has a follow-up question in the chat for um, about this. Can you see Oh, that? okay. In the chat, huh? Kashangi says, Guru Maharaj, I would have a follow-up question about chanting different mantras. I was listening to an interview with one of your God siblings, and they recommended that in order to bring the restless mind to Krishna while chanting, it would be good to meditate on the Mangal Charan mantras simultaneously while chanting the Maha Mantra. They especially mentioned this mantra, Hey Krishna, Karuna Sindhu Dina Bandhu Jagat Pate, Gopisha Gopika Kantarada Kantaramastute. I was wondering if you would like to share your thoughts on this. Um, some devotees uh, do that kind of a thing. Um, 
that means to say they they verbalize the names of Krishna in the Hare Krishna mantra and kind of that kind of becomes automatic and meanwhile they're in their minds they're doing a kind of what might be called mananam contemplation um, on and it could be on the form of Krishna for example um, on the form of the deity uh, you know from feet up to head and uh, remembering how he was dressed today. I remember when I was a young devotee in Los Angeles and I knew all the outfits that, that the deities had. They only had so many outfits and I had seen them. So I knew them all and I knew which day they would be wearing what. And so I would, you know, all day long, I would meditate on the outfit and the, and the, and the different arrangements and so forth while doing anything and everything. Um, I didn't know if I was doing it right because you're told you to think about Krishna, you know, I asked Nanda Kumar, who was Prabhupada's servant at the time, I said, I would, and this is what I'm doing. I'm thinking of Krishna all the time. You know, is this right? And he said, well, it's better than me. <laughs> so I thought, well, I guess I got that, that right. Um, but uh, <laughs> that's how, like, you know, uninformed we were, in a sense. And Prabhupada was kind of like shooting with a shotgun, very kind of broad, you know, um, uh, approach to capture us. Uh, any, anything in his path, so to speak. But um, so anyway, that's another example of what that uh, a devotee is speaking of. Or it's uh, another common, maybe not so common, but uh, something that is, uh, is useful in this regard would be the Shikshastakam prayers, which uh, you know speak also about different stages of bhakti going through and one sometimes devotees will recite those in their mind while externally chanting and contemplate the meaning after all the shikshastakam is all about chanting hmm? different stages of chanting what 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 accrues from that hmm? so um those um uh any, yeah any number of prayers um Verses, um, verses describing Krishna's um, form, hmm, qualities, um, and that could become more focused too. Like for example, there are there are like I think maybe fifteen or sixteen qualities out of Krishna's sixty-four that Rupa Goswami singled out hmm, for that are special for those in in, in Sakirasa. So one can learn. I don't know, it's maybe like two verses, they're all mentioned. Hmm? And uh, it's e easy to learn those two verses. And then each of the qualities that are mentioned in another part of the text, Rupa Goswami gives examples of those qualities. So this becomes a guna smaranam. So you meditating on the qualities of Krishna while chanting the name. You can meditate on the form of Krishna while chanting the name. You can meditate on the leelas of Krishna while chanting the name. But the way I'm speaking about it and the way this devotee is speaking about it that you refer to, it's kind of a mononym, I would say, kind of a contemplation. And the two are like related. You're chanting the mantra and you're, you're contemplating. Um, I just want to make a dis distinction between that type of guna smarnam or 
meditating on the qualities of Krishna or Leela Smaranam, Rupa Smaranam, meditating on the Leela or the form of Krishna and the meditation on the qualities, form, Leela of Krishna that arise out of the chanting itself hmm? without a separate effort, if you will, on the part of the mind hmm? as the name begins to reveal itself, which of course is a result of becoming absorbed Hmm? more absorbed. So this is a method that may help a devotee to become absorbed or to avoid having the mind think of things unrelated to the chanting, which, you know, it, it's, it's going to do hmm? um, naturally, spontaneously. There'll be a stage in Asakti where just the reverse happens. Hmm? Um, everything you see reminds you of Krishna rather than um, distracts you from, from, from Krishna. But um, so in the earlier stages, this kind of manam, I, I think it, it can be useful. And again, the more one becomes absorbed, then the name starts to reveal himself. And then far beyond what you can think of in your mind, remembering what you saw, for example, when you're the darshan of the deity, this is the form of Krishna or this picture of Krishna, and I'm remembering it, the actual, um, one has, one actually has the kind of an internal, I want to say darshan of Krishna's form. Uh, I mean, I remember in Kirtan before Radha Govinda in, in New York, um, um, one evening, how all of his qualities, or particular qualities, were just spontaneously began to manifest in my mind. And he was giving me, you know, from, um, I was doing kirtan, of course, in Arctic before his form, and the, out, of, out of that, without trying to, trying to think of the quality, the quality just began to manifest. So that's a little different than, um, what uh, that devotee is talking about, what you're asking about, but but what that's a good thing to do, you know that that can be helpful. I mean, you could say, as Prabhupada did sometime when you asked when it was asked what to think about while chanting, he said he said give the mind a rest, just just hear the chanting. But that may be hard for some people, active mind, you know, to do, to do. And so, an active mind, uh, you know, maybe uh, there are other ways to, like we're talking about, to capture it to. Um, engage it that is re related to the chanting. No harm could be very helpful. Try it. I would especially recommend to you, uh, Kushangi, that the, the uh, well, for those and those who like the, um, the uh, friendly relationship with Krishna to um, take those verses hmm, that describe his qualities. I should put them on the forum, maybe the Tattva Vivek forum or something, or the Chichitanya Sangha forum, um, and uh, learn those verses, and, and then learn the examples of them. Those those qual the, the qualities, particularly pertain to Sakura. What are those qualities, um, um, and what are examples of them? In the book, I'm right out. I did I did a whole section on that. Um, Maybe I'll post some of that on the uh, one of the, what's the best form, the Tatavivek forum or the Sri Chaitanya Sangha group? I don't know, um, maybe both. 
And so you can look there. And um, I would, I would, in terms of what the devotee you, you had heard in the interview was talking about, this would be a good way to do something like that. Hmm. He's charming. So if you meditate on his qualities, you think, oh, I'd like to, you know, this is the one I'd like to meet, this guy. So, can I ask a follow-up question? You can. About your experience of seeing the, or the qualities coming to you. Did you see the, the, the like, words or was it um, visions of Krishna doing something that displayed the quality? I'm just curious. How yeah, it's like, it's like, this is what he's like. Oh, as if you're experiencing him, him do, doing that. Showing the quality, exemplifying it. Wow, that's beautiful. Thank you. Okay, um, Bhakti Shakti, you have to unmute yourself. Maharaj, I hope you hear me. Um, we had um, uh, this morning some sangha with our yatra here, and there was a question about uh, how to serve the spiritual master. Bhakti Shakti, we can't hear you. Oh, why like this? Do you hear me now? I will. Uh oh. I can hear her. You can. You okay. Okay. Um, you can. Is it better now? See, Bhakti Shakti, if you're on the English English channel, check. Yeah. Let me um, uh, answer one question here that Tadas is asking. Where could okay. I find these forums that Marsh mentioned? They're on Facebook. We have a Facebook group called Tattva Vivek, and we have one called Sri Chaitanya Sangha Group, I think. And um, maybe, uh, do you know Saragrahi? Dasi? There she is. I can see her. Or some of the other devotees. You're in Poland, right, Tadas? Of course, she's I don't in. have Facebook. Hmm? I don't have Facebook. Well, then you can't get on those forums. Yeah, so I, I need to get. Okay, I understood. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Okay. Some of the devotees can help you find it once you get on there. Mm-hmm. Let's try one more time. Um, Bhakti Shakti? Do you hear me now? We, we can't hear you. But then how comes I'm on some other channel? Okay, anyway, we leave it for next time. She must be on the wrong channel. <laughs> it's not on yeah. the English channel. Archana, I have to keep the mute original unchecked in order to hear. Okay. But I think the instructions have been to check that. Yeah, okay, I just unchecked it. Okay. Do you hear me now? I do, okay. I did uncheck it. You yeah, so okay. But ask let's ask Maraj if he can hear. Can you hear Uh her? I can hear you. You can't hear her. Okay. Can you hear Bhakti Shakti? You do you hear me? No. No. Okay. So, if you need to uncheck the or click on the unmute the audio again. Okay, I did again. Do you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, but I don't think he can. He's still not. Okay, maybe take other questions. 
Okay. Yes. Pranams Guru Maharaj, uh, we had a morning uh, sangha where uh, there was a question about uh, uh, how we serve, how we can serve the spiritual master. Because the question was, do we have direct and indirect service to the spiritual master? And in the daily activities, how we can bring this meditation of uh, serving him directly? And Sorry? Yeah, she's, she's telling me her question. The, uh, quest, the question is how to serve the spiritual master. Um, we have, do we have certain direct and indirect services that we can meditate on um, in the service of Guru? Is that right, Bhakti Shakti? Yes, more or less. More <laughs> less, or less. Okay. okay, so more or less, that's her question. Well, I think that in his uh, commentary on Bhagavad Gita in the second chapter, there's a verse. Uh, no, I can't remember the verse. Um, the commentary of Vishwana Chakvati Thakur. Um, it's a famous verse, and I know it now, I can't remember. Um, he. In his commentary, he cites the shik- his his Guruvastakam. Yasya prashadat bhagavat prashado, yasya prashadanagati kutopi. If by pleasing the spiritual master, one pleases Krishna. Um, and I wish I could remember the verse. Now I can't. Um, if anyone can remember, they can chime in. But um, we'll write it. Yeah, the Abhasyat Mikabud here. Ida Govinda, very good. Vyabhasayatmika buddhi, ekeha kurunandana, bahu shaka hirantascha. Bahu shaka, mind goes in many directions for uh, some people, uh, but the uh, devotee has should um, have their intelligence fixed upon Krishna. Vyabhasayatmika buddhi, ekeha kurunandana, ekeha. So one-minded, devotee should be one-minded, not many-branched. Bahu Saka. Saka means branch. So mind going in many different uh, directions that won't help. So when Vishwana Chakrabhati Thakur comments on what it means to have the mind fixed upon Krishna, he cites the Guruvastakam, that the focus, putting the focus on the Guru. But then he speaks about the focus on the guru in terms of what the guru teaches about Krishna Bhakti. Hmm? <laughs> so uh, hearing, chanting, so on and so forth. Um, these are the um, angas of bhakti that um, besides taking shelter of the guru that the guru teaches us to engage in. And in one sense, um, in, uh, engaging in them is serving the guru who instructs us to do so. So not everybody, that is to say, lives with the guru, for example, and can render um, other services, personal services, bringing prasad and cooking for her uh, or 
making a garland for him, you know, such things like that, um, at least in the personal presence of the guru. Now there are extensions of that kind of a thing where you can take the picture and, and, uh, and, and so, you know, I, I worship the, uh, stone from Govardhan, and then uh, I have the pictures of my gurus. I chant all their mantras, pranam mantras for all of them before the puja. Um, there's a puja for the that one can one can do the guru puja before, in, you know, in, in, with the same um, to the same extent one does the Krishna puja, and that that's often the case. He does puja for the before the morti or the picture of the guru. Um, offering different items and so forth, and then proceeds with, you know, the offering to Krishna. That's another way of, of doing. So there's kind of an, an, an extension of being in the personal presence of the guru in the form of remembering the guru, meditating on the guru, and in one's mind or in the form of archan, um, offering the, um, the, you know, the appropriate items and so forth. Um, so, you know, that's something for everyone. Um, you know, then some gurus may have um, something they're trying to do in the world, like Prabhupada had, like something he was trying to do as a, as a kind of a mission. Not every guru has a mission um, that uh, with something to accomplish in the world, other than to teach bhakti and exemplify that. Um, but if the guru does, then there may be ways that one can assist in, in, in that to help the financing of it to, in, you know, in any number of um, ways. Um, for me, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm mostly absorbed in, in, in the publishing. So uh, to help with publishing, for example, you wanted to, uh, I remember you spoke to me about, uh, wrote to me about translating, I think my Bhagavad Gita into um, what Bulgarian, 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 Bulgarian. Um, so you know that that that's not an easy thing to do, <laughs> and I don't you know I don't I don't know the limits of your your qualification, but but it's a it's an example of service to the guru beyond the the, the broader sense that everybody can participate and yeah, this is being given in terms of a specific for a guru who has something that that he wants to uh, accomplish he would like to see that his the knowledge that has been shared with him is shared with others it doesn't belong to him so once would like to see it shared with others in other languages and so forth so there are any number of um, examples um, like that so I hope that's helpful Thank you very much. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's almost twelve thirty, and we have okay. five or six more questions. I'm wondering if maybe to start next time, I'll put these questions from today on the top of the list for next week, so that that way, you know, everyone will have the opportunity. So the devotees that didn't get to ask today. Um, you have to get on again next week, and I'll keep the list. So we'll also, if you let me know at the beginning of the talk, we have you know a number of questions. You know, I can shorten my answer to yeah. some of them. <laughs> but they were such really great, 
answers. I don't know that I would, today I wouldn't have wanted you to shorten those answers. Still, I, if I know there are more, I can I can still answer substantially okay. you know, each one in, in short, shorter. Yeah, now that we're combining the two calls, I think that's going to be the case. We're going to have more, you know, so now we have 80 people on the call today. So. Oh, very good. Well, nice to be with all of you. All Wonderful. Thank you so much for being with us and Hare Krishna. giving us. Jai. Jai. Hare Krishna. Hare. Hare.